Greetings, everyone. Martin Patella for Life Enthusiast Podcast, life-enthusiast.com. With me today, Spencer Feldman of Remedy Link. Spencer has been supplying us with out of the range, I don't know how to best say it, but way better than expected products that help with uh, allergic reactions, aging, um, toxicity, the, the effects of the modern living. Today, Spencer has some new theories of dealing with circulation, and I am really curious to hear what he's got to say. Spencer Feldman. Oh, hey, Martin. How are you? Awesome. So um, I have an ultrasound machine, and I can look inside my arteries and the arteries of other people. And when I looked inside of my arteries, I saw that they were getting, there was some plaque in there more than was a pro, you know, more than forget more than I wanted more than I should have had at my age. And I look at my liver and there's fat in there. And, you know, I eat all organic. I live on top of a mountain. I detox all the time. And still I had this stuff. And it was likely due to taking uh, Accutane, which was um, now a black box drug given to me for acne when I was a kid, and it messed with my liver and caused some problems. But so what I had to now do is I had to figure out, well, I, I don't want to die of a heart attack. Um, what am I going to do? How do I improve my circulation? How do I clear the, the fat and the junk out? Um, well, you know, if you have access to a, an external enhanced external counterpulsation machine, which are these giant machines that pump blood through your arteries and cause your heart to grow new blood vessels. That's great. Um, and I suggest you do that if you have access to it. But what can we do kind of at home just to clean out the, the circulation? And so I came up with what I consider three main products I would use, right? This is what I do for myself and what I would uh, suggest someone consider if uh, they have um, some blocked arteries or uh, they've got some heart disease in the family, or they just want to age really gracefully. And, uh, you know, I'm able to look in my arteries and my liver, and I'm able to see changes. So, uh, of course, it's an N of one. But uh, when you're that one, that's the, that's what's important, right? Yeah. You know, you want to be that one. Yeah, on my so own experiments, too. And it's always, well, I can't tell you how I would have been had I not done this. But I tell you, I'm better now than I was yeah. then. So, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about what I think are the top three protocols you can do for your arteries. Um, one of the oldest protocols uh, is actually the injection of phosphatidylcholine and bile into the bloodstream. That dates back, I think, over 75 years they were doing it in Germany. And I have a great respect for German medicine because they don't care if you... If, all right, in the United States, the way the medical system works is it doesn't matter if you hurt someone. It doesn't matter if you don't help them at all. As long as you're doing the standard of care, you're fine. But if you go off the reservation, if you do something else, even if you completely help them, you lose your license. And in Germany, it's the exact opposite thing, right? What matters is the results, right? So if you help somebody, it doesn't matter if you went off, if you did something different. They're like, okay, what did you do? Let's learn. Let's all learn how to do this thing, right? So yeah. the Germans come up with better medicine. Func you could say that functional medicine was born in Germany. Um, yes. Or you could, you could also say, I mean, or, or 
you could make the argument also for some traditional medicines as well. But modern functional medicine, I think, was born in Germany. So they were giving injections of phosphatidylcholine and bile. This now, was the bile artery... taken from an ox or something? Or exactly. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deoxycholate, one of the one of the biles. And uh, so what they were trying to do is they were trying, they said, okay, there's fat in the liver, there's fat in the arteries that we want to remove. How do we get it out? Well, what does nature use to remove fats? Well, it uses, it uses um, detergents. It uses soap. What is the soap for fat that the body makes? It's bile, right? So when your when your liver makes bile and puts it into the gallbladder, if you still have one, and then it's meter dosed into your food, it's there not only to break down your fats. It's also there to stimulate digestion. It's also there to kill parasites, but it'll it'll emulsify fats. And they added the phosphatidylcholine because they said, well, if we're going to be removing all these fats, we should put some new ones in at the same time. And there's a product out there called Plaquex um, uh, that does that. It's by IV. But And this has been done for now over 75 years with remarkable results. And I said, wow, um, I really like the idea of flushing uh, the uh, my arteries, flushing the fat out of them. And, you know... I know that there's a certain amount of bile that the body absorbs. It's enterohepatic recirculation, right? So 95% of the bile that a person's liver makes gets reabsorbed at the end of the small intestine to go back into the liver. And some of that makes it into the circulation and cleans out the circulation. But for some of us, it's just not enough. The insults that they've taken have been too great. So I said, well, okay, how do I get bile into the bloodstream? So I had you know, I, I, there's two ways you can get something into the bloodstream other than, well, all right, so how do you get things in the bloodstream? You can eat something, right? But we already said that bile is 95% absorbed and goes into the liver. So that's not really going to get into my bloodstream to the degree I want. Um, you can take things by um, sublingual, but that only works for things in micro doses because you swallow too fast and it just goes away in your saliva. Um, you can take things by nasal spray. You don't want to put bile up your nose. Um, so that leaves us with suppository and liposomal. Uh, and I chose to go the liposomal route. So, so I made a liposomal bile product for myself. Um, I didn't add the phosphatidylcholine to the product because you can take that orally separately. Uh, and I wanted to get as much of the bile into the capsule as I could. So I made some for myself and I took some and I felt it go through my bloodstream. I felt all my arteries and blood vessels kind of like warm. It almost felt a little, almost hot. Like I could feel the heat as it was going and cleaning out and flushing through my bloodstream. So um, it definitely was, 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 was getting it into the distal tissue. So uh, if you want to have that plaque X inch um, uh, traditional German IV technology without the IV, and there's actually very few places you can actually do it now, um, you can get our Colophage product, which is the name of the product. And then if you want the entire experience, go get some phosphatidylcholine and take it at the same time. And that's also, uh, some people call that a lipid exchange uh, protocol, where they're just swapping out the fats in your arteries. Um, that's one thing that I think is uh, very useful. And it's, it's one of the few, it's one of the few things I actually take every morning when I wake up in the morning. Um, now, we already spoke about albidextrin on a previous podcast, and we already talked about how cyclodextrins can increase the solubility of cholesterol 150,000 times. So 
Um, I see these as both working um, together uh, from different angles at solubilizing this fat in the tissue. As, as we, I think we spoke about this in the Albedectrin podcast, the way Crisco was invented is they took cheap cottonseed oil and they bubbled it through with hydrogen and nickel and they turned it in from a liquid into a solid, it turned into a hydrogenated fat. Well, if we have metals in our body, and most of us do, we can actually turn our own internal arteries into Crisco. We can hydrogenate our own internal fats, and then we become Criscified, right? So we need the ability to remove this internal Crisco out of the tissue, which is a lot of what plaque is. So um, albedextrin would be the other, uh, what I would say, um, real game changer. Uh, cyclodextrins, which are the ingredients in albidextrins, I believe are, and we now, we, we, we now we have the evidence. We've seen the pre and post angiograms. Um, we've seen the pre and post blood work. What I, I will say this about cyclodextrins, um, you know, if, if you start taking cyclodextrins and you've got a heavy load of cholesterol, especially in the liver, um, you might very well see liver enzymes going up for six weeks and then coming back down. That's simply all of the toxic fat that's been sitting in the liver for X number of years, finally flushing out. And uh, that actually is a good sign. So bile and the cyclodextrins, in this case, colophage and albidextrin, are what I would look at for the fatty lipid component of the junk that's building up in the tissue. Okay, um, But then you also have the calcification. So... We, when you look in the arteries, if you would look at them in ultrasound, you can see the this line of calcification in the artery in some people. So as and that can take place um, sometimes if, if blood sugar gets out of control, it can lay down calcium, uh, or if you just have poor, poor calcium uh, uh, mineral balance of your body. If you have high calcium and low phosphorus, which a number of us do. Um, or you don't have enough vitamin D and vitamin K to have the calcium go to the right location, it can end up going into the arteries. So what you want to do is some kind of chelator. Now, chelators, um, the kind of chelator you do depends on the metal. So um, if you were to, if you can uh, put up the periodic table of elements um, and you take a look at the top half, um, the smaller elements, EDTA is my go-to for, for those things. And that includes things like uh, calcium, which is a metal, actually, and aluminum and things like this. Um, and then for the things of the lower half, that's things like um, mercury and down. Um, there is a chelator called the DOTA as opposed to EDTA. It's just a larger stretched out version of EDTA, so it can grab onto bigger molecules. And uh, so that would be for things like gadolidium and mercury and, and uh, other things like that. Um, so depending on what metal you're trying to get rid of, uh, depends. it'll tell you what kind of chelator you want to use. Because if you use the wrong kind of chelator, you can actually have the, the toxin that you're trying to get out bounce around the body. Uh, a, a small chelator grabbing onto a big metal can grab onto it, move it, but then let go of it again, and now it's possibly someplace worse. That's called redistribution syndrome. Yep. So when you're dealing with um, the calcium, then EDTA is the way to go. And you know we have EDTA suppositories, uh, and they're very strong, and they're very—it's uh, our metacardium product. We also now have an oral form of metacardium, and it's a liposomal, and we use that uh, in in two cases. One, there are some people that just can't take rectal EDTA. EDTA is a salt, 
and uh, it's, it can irritate some. So some people, they like, hey, I take the EDT, I just can't hold it in. Fine. We make it available for you orally. Um, or uh, the other thing is if you want to do a maintenance dose, like I don't need a full suppository of EDTA every day. It's too much. I don't need that much. But um, I know that I am continuously exposed to metals no matter what I do. I, You know, you drink spring water. Okay, well, I've got barium in my spring water. Not much, but it's there, right? There's metals everywhere. Yeah. Um, right. So uh, the oral metacardium is really nice in the sense that you could take just one a day. And that's, I do every morning. I take one oral metacardium. And that's sort of like a good maintenance just uh, for dealing with the stuff that you, you continuously got uh, in the tissue. And again, it's also important to take the metals out of the body if that's what's hydrogenating the fats causing the plaque and causing that Crisco goo to accumulate in your tissue. You know, yes, you want to get rid of that Crisco. You want to solubilize it. Yes, you want to get rid of the calcium, but you also want to get rid of the metals that were causing all that in the first place. Yeah. So those are my three, that's my kind of golden protocol uh, for circulation. So these uh, are actually three products that, that you have here, right? One yeah, I think that... The, one of them is the Colophage? Right, which is the... The uh the plaque X, uh, which what the Germans have been doing for seventy five years. Right. This would be resolubilizing the cholesterol, essentially. Right. It's deoxycholic acid bile is one of the things that helps break down fats in the tissue. Right. On. Um, and then you the you combine second, it with well, you would act what you would do on your own if you got it into one of the full the full experiences, you would go out and buy some phosphatidylcholine. The reason yeah, I didn't yeah. add it to the capsules is yeah, because yeah, then yeah. I would only be able to put half as much phosphatidylcholine in the capsule, and I wanted to give you as much bile as possible. You can get the phosphatidylcholine easy easy in other places. Yeah, we have it right here. Well, one way to get it is, of course, lecithin. Yes, sure. Because lecithin is phosphatidylcholine and phosphatidylserine combined. Yep. It's plenty affordable, and it's easy to work with. Exactly. Okay. And the third thing. Right. So I would take a teaspoon of lethicin every time you took the colophage. Uh, the second thing would be the cyclodextrins, right? And um, although that's relatively new, it doesn't have 75 years like like the uh, like the, the bile. Uh, the bile. Uh, we, people have been, well, cyclodextrins have been in the food supply for a long time. We know they're incredibly safe, but uh, understanding the, 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 uh, the applications to the human body and uh, in terms of improving health, um, we're now right at the cutting edge of finding all of the things that cyclodextrins can do. So the albidextrin product is the second. And the third would be some kind of chelator. Uh, and I would say metacardium is the standard one, unless yeah. you happen to know you also have a lot of mercury or some of these weird things like thallium or thorium, or you had an MRI with contrast. Um, then you can do our Captamet product at the same time. Um, so yes, yeah, something like uh, if you were, if you were concerned about how your circulation was or um, just wanted to be proactive, you could do something like, you know, um, initially uh, four colophage a day with a tablespoon of albidextrin and one uh, metacardium a day. And after you've done that for a month or two, you could go down to like one or two colophage, a teaspoon of albidextrin and a single metacardium. And I think if you did that, you would be very pleased with how your circulation system um, performs for you now and in the future. Yeah rejuvenated. Hey, how do you relate it back to your earlier work with Rubaplex? So Rubaplex was, uh, is another set of amazing product, uh, protocols together, right? So, uh, Rubaplex was a, uh, as a formula that we put together based on, 
what we knew at that point in time as the most effective protocols, which was the uh, RATH uh, uh, polling protocol of lysine and vitamin C, and uh, uh, the protocols using potassium citrate for changing um, the zeta potential of the blood. Uh, and so that's also another fantastic thing to add into the mix uh, from a nutritional standpoint. Yeah, we we still make that product. It's available to the world. Absolutely. I would add that into for sure. Yeah, good. Well, that's short and sweet, but totally uh, appropriate. So <laughs> if you really look at the statistics, right, half of the population or half the number of people who die a premature death will be dying of a cardiovascular disease. Mm -hmm. So with this one protocol, you could be taking yourself off of that list. Well, you know, I think we're going to have to redo all those statistics now because what is it? 74% of all new deaths are so, are now vaccine related. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess, I guess speaking of that, right, the uh, plaque and the clotting and the immune destruction, all of those things are changing the statistics, right? So if you're concerned with uh, the spike protein, uh, natokinase is now known to uh, break down spike proteins. So that's something that you uh, might also want to consider if you've been vaccinated. Yeah. Well, let's let's hope that soon you're going to develop some kind of an enzyme product that's going to help us, yeah? Yes. Working indeed. on it? I am, indeed. Okay, great. So, um, well, I guess that, that tells the story. Cardiovascular system will be rejuvenated with the help of bitters, bile, saponification is another word that you may think of, and enzymes. Mm, yes. Oh, great. I think it's the way to go. Okay, Spencer. So the, we you, you outlined the protocol quite nicely, so I don't think I'm going to try and rehash it and do it over. So let's just call it save yourself and your family from a premature cardiovascular disaster. We all are depending on our hearts and our arteries. I would add to that that it doesn't always end in, in disaster. Um, for some people, you know, the the clogging of their arteries is just very gradual across all of their tissue. And so basically they just end up with a kind of decreased circulation everywhere, which means the nutrition doesn't get in, the toxins don't get out. And even if they don't have a cardiovascular event, they're just not going to be at the degree of health that they could be when their circulation is fully optimal. All right. So again, one of those things, if you want to live long and and vigorous, you're going to have to take care of this. Mm. All right, Spencer, this has been most educational for me because uh, I was wondering about fatty liver and things of that sort. So here we are. Okay, Spencer Feldman of uh, Remedy Link, and this is Martin Pitella, life-enthusiast.com. See you later. <laughs>